Hello and welcome to the Tuesday, November 27th, 2018 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Russ today in his diary is taking a look at Viper Monkey. Viper Monkey is an emulator for Visual Basic for applications. So what it does is it's Python actually, but it can be used to interpret and with that also to deobfuscate some malicious Visual Basic code. And of course, we do see a lot of this coming across in various malicious documents. So if you are into reverse engineering malware, if you want to get a quick primer, in how Viper Monkey works. This is a diary for you to read. And looks like NPM, the node packet manager system, dodged yet another bullet with malware being pushed via NPM packages. Problem with NPM is that if you're using this ecosystem in order to develop JavaScript code, which, uh, well, pretty much anybody does these days in particular, if you're developing server-side JavaScript with Node.js, then you not only include code from various libraries whenever you create new code, but this code is also automatically updated as new versions are released. Now, this is one of the advantages of this ecosystem that it's really easy and sort of seamless how everything works. But of course, you lose control over what code you actually include. In this particular case, and that has happened before a particular package's developers changed. So a new developer came in to the project and took it over. That of course happens quite regularly with these open source projects. However, in this case, it appears that this new developer may have been malicious and due to changes to dependencies made by this developer, all of a sudden you ended up with encrypted code in this package that then once decrypted uh, did turn out to be code that steals crypto keys for crypto coin wallets. The module in question here was event stream and then dependency that was sort of uh, messed around with was flat map stream. Apparently over 2 million developers included these packages in their code and were potentially vulnerable. Only reason why this was really caught was that an API being used by this code wasn't really supported anymore in node 10 and that sort of raised the flag caused someone to file an issue but it still took about three weeks after this was originally flagged for Ayrton Sparling and then a couple days later for Chris Northwood to actually discover that this was malicious code that was being added here to this package. So that then led to the removal of this package. This issue of trust, of course, has been a huge issue with open source in the past. Now, in the past, these package management systems and such tended to be a little bit more regulated. There was a little bit more review involved in it. NPM doesn't do any review. It relies on the community to review the code. And that's a sad truth with a lot of open source code that nobody ever reviews it, even though it is available for review. 
And then we have another big topic, and these are baseboard management controllers, those chips that we find on all motherboards these days that have some pretty interesting powers. Now, of course, they went big in the news recently with that Bloomberg story. There have also been stories about these BMCs being attacked directly. Now, this recent presentation by some researchers from Airbus is taking a little bit of different perspective here. Now, first of all, they're specifically looking at the HP ILO version of the spaceboard management controllers, but uh, overall what they're talking about does apply to pretty much all BMCs. And what they are suggesting and what they're really sort of demonstrating is that these BMCs, well, they cannot be just attack directly over the network interface. They're actually assuming here in their presentation that the network interface of the BMC is well protected. It's on a segmented VLAN on some administrative network. What they're really after here is once you took over a server, you can actually use then that BMC to break into this management VLAN and to also attack other systems. So the exploit here is really more from the server to the BMC and then from the BMC to other systems and to administrators. And this is actually not that terribly difficult. Usually usually you have a software on the server that allows you to interact with the BMC to enable it, for example. So even if you disabled your BMC, Typically, you should be able to enable it if you have root access to the server. And then again, you know, use it for lateral movement. You can also reset passwords and the like. So essentially you have full access to the BMC. And with that, even if you have just root on the server, you could escalate privileges further and actually get additional persistence by then, for example, flashing BMC firmware and doing other tricks in order to actually hide, for example, malware in the BMC that would survive a standard system wipe. Well, and that's it for today. So thanks for listening and talk to you again tomorrow.